Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. A little Aerosmith kick off this segment. So progressive Democrats are continuing to push President Biden to cancel all student loan debt. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Just just cancel your debts. Just just ignore them. They'll go away. The U.S. Department of Education announced a plan on Tuesday to address the quote-unquote longstanding failures within the federal student loan programs, which will result in the immediate forgiveness of student loan debt for at least 40,000 people. The plan is also set to help another 3.6 million people get closer to having their debts cleared. Hmm. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? I'm sorry. Just in fantasy land here. According to the Education Department, but will it actually do what they say, or will it in fact be welfare for middle and upper classes? Joining us now to tell us whether or not President Biden should actually take this next step is Kristen Tate. She is a visiting fellow at the Independent Women's Voice. Kristen, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me. So, Kristen, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, and I don't mean to be, you know, mean or you know, a naysayer, but I paid my own college tuition bills. So, but tell me, I mean, the numerous student loan pauses that we've seen as well as these liberal demands to fully forgive student loans, it seems like it has nothing to do with the pandemic and everything to do with a political goal ahead of the 2022 midterms. Or am I wrong? Am I just being cynical? No, you're, you're exactly right. So we have the White House and Jen Psaki specifically telling us that the economy is doing great and that, you know, the economy is really bouncing back thanks to Joe Biden's great leadership and things have never been better. And then at the same time, they're telling us, oh, but, uh, you know, people are really being killed with their student loan debt. 
So we need to, to have the taxpayers bail them out. So that right there is kind of a conflicting message. But regardless, of course, by bailing out student loan debt, uh, you are you're saddling taxpayers uh, with with debt that they don't deserve, and oftentimes uh, we we would be subsidizing degrees that are not being used in our economy and are not a good investment for taxpayers. If if someone decides and makes the ill-advised decision using their free will to get a sixty thousand dollar a year degree in lesbian dance theory or gender studies <laughs> or art history, and then can't is shocked that they can't find a good paying job. Uh, you know, why should the taxpayers subsidize that $60,000 a year degree by bailing them out? It's not a good investment for the taxpayers. And as you teased earlier on in the segment, uh, you know, most uh, these these degree holders tend to be more upper and middle income than their, you know, high school diploma holding cohorts. So it just uh, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's basically just a payoff for the midterm. No, you're right. Ninety two percent of student loan debt is held by the federal government, not by private banks, as the left likes to make it out. So we're literally sitting at a situation where it is a massive redistribution of wealth footed, you know, paid for by the taxpayers and more than 43 million borrowers are carrying $1.6 trillion in outstanding federal student loan debt, according to the Education Data Initiative. So liberal Democrats, you know, not only is there tons of money out there, liberal Democrats are now saying that this plan doesn't go far enough. They want all of it forgiven. That's, like I said, $1.6 trillion. Where are they going to come up with that money? Right. Well, of course, it would just add to the inflation. We don't have the money. It would just be printed. Uh, some of it could be funded with tax dollars from working stiff. But, um, you know, I, I do have some sympathy for these people with debt. I mean, it's true when you're in high school, guidance counselors make you feel like you'll be a total failure if you don't go to college. There's no discussion about, you know, what kinds of degrees lead to high paying jobs, what's a good investment. But if we were to bail out all of these people with debt, what is that going to do? That is going to incentivize waves of more students to right. go and get overpriced degrees that are not a good return on investment, and it makes the problem significantly worse. These people need to pay back their debts, and we must have a discussion as a country about this problem, about the high debt, the high tuition prices that have become absurd. And by the way, the reason they're so high is because of the government, because government, the, the federal government is, is paying and, and giving these loans to kids, regardless of the kid's credit score or the return on investment on the degree, most kids can qualify for as much aid as they need from the federal government. So they don't care, you know, $60,000, $70,000 a year for a theater degree. Okay. You know, at the time, an 18 year old doesn't really think about the fact that they're going to have to pay that back. So they get the, they get the, the loan from the federal government. And then one, two, even three decades later, they're still struggling to pay off that debt. So if we actually want to fix this problem, we've got to get the federal government out of the college tuition game altogether. And then you're going to see colleges really start having to compete based on price. But that's just not happening right now. No, and if you look at the the dynamics of who these borrowers are, the richest 40% of the American public holds 60% of the student loan debt, 
while the bottom 40% holds just 20% of the debt. By 2019, over half of student loan debt was held by those with master's or doctor's degrees. So in other words, those the Democrats want us to bail out are typically the best financial position to pay off their own debts. Why should folks who pay off their college loans or didn't even go to college be expected to foot the bill for today's college graduates? I mean, Joe Lunchpail shouldn't have to foot that bill. That's exactly right. I have plenty of people in my family who didn't go to college. I come from a working class family up in New Hampshire. Uh, I've got a cousin who's a carpenter and, uh, you know, he didn't go to college. His family couldn't afford it. And, you know, his tax dollars are going to be going towards paying off these, you know, gender theory master's degree holders. (laughs) debt. it's just it's so insulting. Uh, But look, I mean, even if they found some way to only pay off the debts of people making under certain uh, under a certain amount that makes no sense either because if you look at the earning power of degree holders over the long term they do make significantly more money over their lives like we all know college degree holders may start at a low paying job or even an unpaid internship but over the long haul they do make more money than their peers that don't have college degrees and even if they found some way john to only forgive the 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 debt of those who uh, would not make more money in the long term, that also makes no sense because at that point you're just paying down the debt of people who really made a poor investment decision, like doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, CPAs. These kinds of professions are in demand in the economy. So if you get yourself into debt getting a degree to pursue one of these professions, you're likely going to do okay. But if we somehow targeted people who are not set to make a lot of money in the long term, that's when you start subsidizing degrees um, in these really obscure studies that just are not in demand in the economy, particularly the liberal arts obscure studies uh, in like Russian literature and all of this. I mean, it's just... It doesn't make any sense, no matter how a deal like this would be structured, which leads me to believe it really all is about the Democrats trying to pay off voters ahead of the midterms because they've got nothing else to run on. I mean, everything is the disaster for the Biden administration right now. No, you're you're right. We're we're talking with Kristen Tate from the Independent Women's Voice. And, And I'm glad you mentioned the earning power because. Overall, those with college degrees do earn about $900,000 more over their lifetime than those with just high school diplomas. But for me, I just can't fathom why anyone would expect one class of particularly lower income earners to pay for the elite education of another higher income or potentially higher income earners and get nothing in return for them. And for this You know, the Democrats, those who are pushing this are the same people who say that certain people should be, quote unquote, paying their fair share. Well, now this is the opposite. Why don't college degree folks pay their fair share and at least pay your own debts? It just right. Yeah, this isn't even about paying your own fair share. It's just about paying debt that you willingly took out. No one forced you to take out a sixty five thousand dollar a year loan to go study you know, stage management or whatever it is at these colleges. Uh, And now, you know, you're shocked that you're working, you know, a $20 an hour job five years after graduation. It's ridiculous. Um, But, you know, here's, here's what I keep thinking about, you know, back in the Bill Clinton days, 
the Democratic Party was really about union workers, laborers, and, and we've seen that really change. A lot of those union workers and laborers have gone over to the GOP. And if they, if they forgive student debt, for these these kids who tend to, you know, as you mentioned, be higher earners, be part of the elite class, the elite classes, that is really going to turn off those labor workers, those union people who used to be blue dog Democrats and are already feeling alienated by today's Democratic Party. You're going to see all those people really uh, uh, just be offended by this if, if we if we wipe out the debt. For these high earners who took out ill-advised loans to the tunes of, of hundreds of thousands of dollars each, so I actually think even though the Democrats think this will be an electoral boon for them, uh, it really might backfire on them and and hurt them with another group of voters who tend to vote in higher numbers and be more numerous, which is uh, baby boomers particularly, but even younger workers who are in you know the blue collar type jobs and, and union workers. I think. I think you're right. Some guy who's or or you know gal who's out at at Spirit pounding rivets shouldn't be paying off the degree of somebody who chose to study non-binary basket weaving. It's just uh, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> uh, I, I shared a link to your recent story on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page, but if folks want to read more of stuff that you've written or that you guys have available, it's IVF or IVW, rather, .org, and you're on Twitter at Kristen B. Tate, correct? That's right, and Kristen is spelled K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Kristen B. Tate. Perfect, and it's IVW.org. Kristen, thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you so much for having me, John. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll talk about whether or not President Biden should... Well, he just did that. I just did that. I don't know. You know what? Somebody put something in my coffee. And I, you know what's funny is is I've been sitting here prior to the show talking with our next guest, and I think that's what threw me off. We'll be talking with Libertarian Party Platform, uh, the, talking about the party platform. I should just start this whole thing over. Spike Cohen will be with us next. You know who you're listening to. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.